super good in this bitch. What up, what up? Welcome back. You are now tuning in to Super Good. Super Podcast. Good. I'm your man, King Smoke. All right, so we're going to get into it, but I want everybody to let them know who you is, who you are, and where you at with it. What's up, y'all? It's Day Day. It's like, man, it's Day. How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, it's your boy, Kevin Lamar. We're back at it again. Welcome. It's always good to be here with the fam talking, having good convo because we know it's going to be hella good today. All right. <laughs> but real quick, I got an icebreaker question. And I'll tell you why I put this question in here uh, once I ask it. But, you know, we're in this new world of being at home, you know what I'm saying, kicking it in the crib. So you're ordering stuff out. You got the mobile service deliveries like taking off, right? So is there anything that you wouldn't feel comfortable ordering through a delivery service? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Like anything where it's like, nah, I gotta go get that myself. Like I don't trust y'all niggas to get my shit. Um, I don't know. So for me, I'm I'm not really big on like doing doing like the groceries. I'm not big on that because like I feel like I'm real funny. I'm real picky when it comes to like picking my fruits and my vegetables. And like, I don't like all those bruises. Like I literally, I won't eat like a strawberry or a grape if it got like a bruise on it or a banana that looks too burnt. Like I'm just real picky with my stuff. So like, if I have to go grocery shopping, that's something I'm just gonna have to do. I can't do the mobile delivery because I feel like somebody just gonna just throw grapes in there. It could be molded, dented, bruised, and I'm gonna be mad. But, um. For real, for real, I've been just sticking to, like, your typical pizza, maybe Chinese deliveries. I haven't um, done anything else because, I don't know, I'm a little iffy about getting, like, fast food delivered. I don't know why. I just feel like it's different than getting pizza delivered because somebody can reach and, like, eat my fry, and I won't know. But if you take a slice of my pizza, like, I'm going to know. So, I don't know. triangle missing. <laughs> um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm. On, I'm in the same boat with Day for real when it comes to um, this food delivery and all this stuff. It's like certain things. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna be cool about with them picking up certain things like, like, like she said, fruit. Bro. Like, come on, man. Like, you can tell when some fruit is messed up. Bro, like, don't do that. Get them grapes in the back. There ain't nobody touch it. Come on, like, stuff like that. So Yeah, like, when I go to the grocery store, like, Kevin will tell you, I stand in front of that. It takes me a minute before I pick some fruit. Like, I be standing there, like, I look through the whole damn thing. Like, do I want this before I grab it? So, yeah, nah. Yeah, so with the fruit, you know, I, and I, I'm giving you my expert expertise as, a, <laughs> as the king of Instacart. Uh, it depends on when you place that order. <laughs> like some people <laughs> ask, for, ask for the produce before the produce man show up. So uh, you know, my man, I gotta give you what they got. Like it's, it's, it's some pickings in here. So you know, don't order the produce before the produce man show. That's a, that's a kind of like a ten o'clock kind of order. And don't order it late at night when the produce man is gone. Because again, everybody <laughs> ran through it, touched on it, breathed on it. And I'm not gonna refund it because then I'm gonna lose some money off my off my order. So I'm gonna give you what they got. You know, I'm gonna do my best. Now some shit I won't pick up. Like I told somebody, like 
you don't want these bananas, bro. These shit look fucked up. Like, I'm not, I, I don't feel good giving you this. <laughs> um, but sometimes, you know, it's like, damn, that's going to lose two dollars off my shit. So he's going to have to get these bananas, man. Fuck it. So it just all depends. But, um, yeah. I don't, see, honestly, see, that's why. I don't, see, yeah, I, I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying to make my money. So it's like, <laughs> if it's real bad, I will tell you. Like, I, I had a couple times. I'm like, trust me, I'm I'm doing you a favor. Like, you don't want these. Um, but it just depends on time of day, money I'm putting, all that shit. But I really like. It's funny because I don't do the delivery stuff like at all. I did it yesterday for my for some IHOP, and that's only because I was in a time crunch with. Um, trying to get back home to get on for a meeting um, that I had. So other than that, I go pick my shit up, which is crazy because I deliver and all that. But I asked that question because I was doing a delivery a couple of days ago and I had to go pick up a plan B. <laughs> See, I... Mm, oh, hey. I didn't even think about like the, the personals like that. Yeah, I said, bro, what? Like you go. You Hold on, really? so I got, I got a question. When people do this, like, can they pick the person that they send into the store? No, you haven't. See, no I food. wouldn't do that because, like, that could be like my aunt or something delivering it, bringing it to my house. I ain't. Mm, that's risky. Nah. You have no clue, and I've had it. I don't. I've never delivered to a family, but I've delivered to my neighbor. So it's like you have no clue of who takes that shit and who doesn't mm. order. Uh, nope. So yeah, I had to I had to go scoop up a, a baby a baby pill, like, <laughs> and it was like so. It, it, and then the thing is, it make it awkward if you give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, but it make you awkward for the person who's shopping because that's not something you know. what I'm saying you proudly go buy. So right. and then in the grocery store, and I don't know, it's probably everywhere. Like it's not something I can go pick up off the shelf. Like I had to go. To yeah, the they put them behind the. I had to stand in line. I was like, yeah, can I get a plan B? So, you know, people probably looking at me like, oh, this motherfucker here. I'm like, nah, that's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not mine. It's lit on my phone. Here you go. Like, this is for whoever this is. Well, yeah, so that made me question, like, some shit I just feel like you got to do yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to go pick up the plan B. On I didn't own. even think of that. Like, when you asked the question, my mind went straight to food. I wasn't even thinking about, like, personals. Like my thing is, so, so did you deliver like directly to them, or you just dropped that drug at the door? I dropped it at the door. I wanted to make an in-person <laughs> delivery just one time. <laughs> I, I wanted to be like, look, this is medical prescription, so I can't just leave it anywhere. But yeah. uh, nah, I wanted to. I thought to be funny to do that shit because I was like, who the fuck would order a Plan B? Like, you, I could okay. contaminate this shit. I could do, you know what I'm saying? Then you pop it, thinking you straighten it up baby growing like all right should have right. got it yourself so that's crazy that's what made me ask that shit because i was rather surprised that i had to pick up a plan b like i didn't go bought condoms before that's cool i didn't bought pads before you know yeah, that's cool but a plan b that was the first so condoms yeah, like, i'm just thinking like bro really i like you ain't got enough time to go out and get that drunk yourself unless they realize like oh we in the moment it'll I ain't about to leave the crib. But I feel like some people just don't be feeling like, I don't know, maybe, maybe they just ain't feeling I mean, like probably because they probably was off like, oh, Charlie be here in like 30 minutes, but I ain't trying to leave out just in case she pull out before me, you know, some shit like that. Bro, I have no idea. And I couldn't figure it out, but, you know, I wasn't about to refund it because 
that was my money. So <laughs> had to do what I had to do. But that's it. That's what made me ask that because it's never had it happen before. Hopefully, not happen again. But if it do, I will deliver it. <laughs> um, all right. So we got a lot of different topics going, a lot of different places, but. Uh, I know, I know we all kind of been hearing about every different little thing and got something to add to the conversation. So first and foremost, let's start uh, with, uh, with Cardi B and Offset getting divorced. I don't know how long ago at this point, but I know she was basically ready to end it all. So what's your thoughts on at all, at all on the divorce, you know, their relationship over, overall and everything that's going on, what you think led to it, how you feeling? Um, I mean, I, I didn't really follow, like, the story super, super close, but, like, I was, like, I heard about it that I was hearing or seeing a lot of people saying things like, why y'all bashing Cardi B for leaving him or whatever like that. I don't know exactly what they were saying about her um, as far as getting a divorce, but I was seeing a lot of that. Um, then I saw a lot of um, people saying that Offset spoke out and said that the reason why he was or the reason why like they was arguing or getting a divorce is because he didn't like I guess respect her after the whole WAP joint which I thought that was just fake news because I thought that was fake news because I um went to his Instagram page and like when she had dropped the song with Megan he had posted like endless pictures of like like little clips of her video basically shouting her out saying how he's so proud of her and all that so i'm just like i think that's fake news right um but i think it's probably a lot of different things that led to it like he's cheated on her several times um they was on the verge of getting a divorce before because of his cheating and i don't know so i think it's a lot of things that go behind the scenes and i don't think really people really consider going into a marriage like i think people think it sounds good but like it's a lot of things that I think they probably ain't think about or discuss or make sure they was on the right page or the same page before they decide to go into a marriage very true Kevo you 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 know anything else about it paying attention to it I mean only only thing I seen was you know popped up oh Cardi B filing for divorce. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? like, yeah, I'm like, okay, like, like shit happens, bro. Like, but you know, like, the, like they said, you heard, I heard uh, about him cheating. And then you hear about he was kind of upset about the whole WAP video, and so it's like, man, I believe she just she's divorcing him for the reasons because he was cheating, straight up. So I mean, it's like okay, another nigga cheated, another divorce. So <laughs> okay, uh. I saw her video. She said that he didn't cheat. I guess like this time that really like, I guess made her file for divorce. But she made a statement. It was like, I guess they had been arguing, not seeing eye to eye, and she was just like, I guess she's gonna do go through with the divorce before she gets cheated on. Hmm. I ain't peeped that part about the maybe like the the precursor to like divorcing before it happens again because they've been disconnected. I ain't really put that together like that, so that would make that would make sense. Um, yeah, I just 
you know, I I don't like I'm like that. I don't believe the the WAP thing because he, you know, he like number one. I would assume. Well, number one, that's not her first. That's not her first song with her talking about herself in that manner. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's popular right now. It's a hot song. You know, because her and Megan is on it. But that would be like nigga. You know she rap like that. So and it's your girl. Like it's your wife. So why be upset if she making millions of dollars off of? You know what I'm saying? Shit that you get to get at home every night. So I don't really get that part. But, you know, I just felt like there's one of the instances where even if you try your hardest, you can't really recover from when a motherfucker cheat on you. Like, it's so many different things that, that go along with that, so many different emotions and hurt that go along with it. And it's like you try to make it work for the baby because I know they had a baby together. But, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, it's like you get to – I feel like they got to the core of – why they wasn't connected in the first place. Like, that still remained, you know what I'm saying? Like, he did what he, what he had to do to get his family back or get back together, whatever, whatever. But, nigga, you cheated for some reason. Don't know if it was valid or not, even though cheating is not really valid. But, you know what I'm saying? You cheated for something. And she felt the way for something. And now that, even though that's kind of died away, and y'all have reconnected on whatever level, like, your core issues are still there. And I'm like, they, like, they probably, she probably felt it coming again probably felt, you know, whatever distance that might have been created and they were like, nah, fuck this. Before he can embarrass me again and cheat on me, right. you know, I'm going to just go ahead and leave it where it's at and we work to be mutual and co-parent and raise what's that in culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's just unfortunate. Not that I think that, you know, their divorce is like, or their marriage is like uh you know, like a, a marriage that you should look at. I'm like, I won't be like them when I get married. Like, no shit like that. But, you know what I'm saying? To see black couples not make it, um, you know, when when it would be great if we could stick it out and figure shit out. But also, you got to do what you got to do to stay happy. So, I mean, if she's single, I know a bunch of other single niggas trying to get at her. So, you know, that's what she want to do. More power to her. Yeah, and I also think that, like, like you said, she's probably still, or they're probably still dealing with, like, issues from when he did cheat. Because when you take somebody back, at least from a female standpoint, when you take a man back after he's cheated on you, like, yeah, you agree to move on, but it's still, like, certain things that may trigger you or that guy might go back to doing similar things and then that triggers you and starts problems and things like that that makes you suspect that maybe they're cheating again. Um, so who knows? I just think, and she's Cardi young. So That's I feel true. like when we look at celebrities, we think because they're in this like high place and they got money, we think that they're older, but like Cardi young. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, and it's during quarantine, we don't know what the fuck was going on. Like, maybe he wasn't getting out and getting it enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he wasn't busting his ass to make money. Who, like, we don't know what go on in their house, man. And everybody kind of been in their house during this time. So other shit could have come up as well. Like, maybe they realize they don't have that much in common outside of sex mm-hmm. and music. And, you know what I'm saying, their daughter. So maybe they didn't really get along <laughs> on a personal level. Uh, you know, during this time, we don't, we don't know. But at the end of the day, as long as they end up happy, that's all I can really ask for. Um, you know, because I, I think everybody deserves that. 
Yeah, and then like the I also thought about like the women he used to date, like his baby mamas before. Like, were they ever like on Cardi's level to the point where like she could go and get it on her own and don't really need him? And if he was treating her like the other baby mama, she probably just like no, like I'm I'm here. You need to step your game up, like. Yeah, I, I agree. And, I, and then, you know, I think Cardi also is growing her platform. You know, she's speaking out uh, with the political stuff and, you know, like even having conversations with Bernie Sanders. I think she had a conversation with Joe Biden, too. Um, mm-hmm. That was on social media or whatever. So it's like, I I think a part of it, too, is business. Like, I think she I think her her brand is growing even bigger than just music. And, you know, it's, at some point, he kind of got to be more than just one of the amigos. So. Right. You know, that's just my opinion. But again, sorry to hear about the divorce, but happy to hear that they both could, you know, hopefully move on and find happiness elsewhere. Because um, that's what we all want. So, Cardi got the song Rock, Megan on the song Rock, and we know that Megan got a huge, huge legal issue or situation with, with my young man, Tory Lane. All right. So, Tory recently put out an album. Uh, to the dismay of many people. Um, but we just want to kind of talk about like how that all went from that situation. Did did you listen to the album? Did you plan on listening to the album? Did you not plan on listening to the album? Um, did you did you change sides of who you believe or just how you feel about the fiasco that is the Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez? Um, so I've been kind of, uh, uh, I've been a Tory fan since like, 2016, and um, with this whole situation, it's kind, it's kind of, it's kind of like weird now, because he coming out saying like, "Oh, I ain't do nothing," or you know, how you get shot in your foot and then ain't hit no bones or tendons. Whoa, like, come on now, like, and it's like, uh, like one of her uh, wardrobe people said something, said something like, "Oh." There's a third story coming out. Don't always believe everything you hear, you know. So it's like it's like right now it's just like weird. So I I took a complete step back. Uh, I haven't watched his. Uh, I mean, not watched. I haven't listened to his album quite yet. I listened to a couple of songs, but like actually run through it and listen. No, not yet. But I'm gonna get around to it. Um, but this whole situation is kind of funny. That's why I'm like just stepping back, like whatever. Right now. So, I haven't listened to the album, the whole album. I listened to a few songs that I saw um, on social media that I guess people were saying that he said this about the situation in those particular songs. So, I had listened to, like, maybe two or three songs, um, just to be nosy, to hear exactly what he said. But I feel like, I feel like he went about, the situation wrong like I've, I I understand that there are certain things that maybe he can or cannot say because of the legal case or whatever is going on however I feel like you've said enough for people to speculate that you did not shoot her so I feel like you could have said that outside of the music like you could have addressed that differently um I feel like he could have addressed it a lot sooner and in a different way. Like, 
And then, like, everybody was saying he did it, like, what, the day after the Breonna Taylor um, ruling, which I think that's why a lot of people was going on as well. Um, but I don't know, like, what he was saying, like, I, I wasn't feeling the, you know, you got shot or how you get sh- shot, but it ain't hit no um, bones or tendons. Right. Like, Ask what he said. Did I get shot like that times and he still living? Like, that don't mean nothing. And then this, the story that Kevin was saying about um, somebody that was, like, delivering her clothes or whatever like that. Like, yeah, because she was saying that the Megan was aggressive. So the relationship could have been toxic. However, that does not give you a right to shoot this girl. Right. So, I don't know. I um so it it was a it was it's been interesting I have to say like and not just be funny and make fun of it but it's been really interesting um when since he announced he was gonna put the out well yeah since he announced he's putting the album out so um you know and then you know we're in this we're in this space in which like if you do something that's against what everybody says you get chastised and judged and you know talked about uh to the point where it's like you almost kind of got to be like damn should i download that shit because then everybody gonna be looking at me crazy so like i i did not download it the first week because you know i i'm like that i don't respect how he went about even saying that he had an album coming out um like he had a little the tweet that was like i'm sorry for my silence well, to my fans, I'm sorry for my silence, but I got time now. Tune in at nine o'clock, like nigga. That's a total marketing tool. Mm-hmm. That's not sincere. That's not genuine at all. Um, so you know, I I, I peep the marketing tool, which in some regards is a bit genius, but you know, on the ethical level, it's like nigga, seriously. So that's why I was like, well, I'm not gonna download this first week because I know, you know, I know how important first week streams are to them. Um, just like first week sales are, um, but also like I'm I ain't been a, a Tory fan as long as Kev, but I fuck with his music. Like I saw I listened to him a couple years ago. Um, you know what I'm saying? And he, he make good music to me. So it was like I also want to hear what he got to say, but it I wasn't going into a listening like let me hear his side. Like that wasn't my approach to to, to listen to his, his music. It was more so like this. Like I'm like, let me hear the fuck he talk about. Like it's been two months and he ain't said shit. He got the nerve to drop an album. Like let me listen to it. So um, I actually had this conversation with my students in my entrepreneurship class, and we, you know, we talked about all of it. So um, you know, I and then I have to listen to it. So I see where some people jump ship. Right, I, I can understand how people who believe Megan at first, maybe because it was the only side that you got. Maybe it was because, you know, they didn't even believe it or whatever. I can understand how when you introduce the musical influence, people totally jump ship and like, oh, he didn't do it. He said he didn't do it. You know, you heard him. You heard what he said in the song. So I get it. Um, But in listening to it, I'm also comparing it to his actions. So I'm like, you didn't say shit this whole time. Um, You know, you you haven't said anything that factually proves your point of you didn't do it. Um, and then the way you went about putting this album out, like it's a little sketchy to me. So um, I recently read or heard or saw a quote somewhere that said, um, 
confusion is another form of manipulation. Mm -hmm. I said, mm, that's what the fuck that nigga's doing. Because mm -hmm. he's trying to manipulate people to loosen up on him, lighten up on him, so that it causes that confusion of, is she telling the truth? Is she lying? You know, he said this, you know, he didn't do it. Like, it, it gets people back on his side um, to where it lessens the blow of whatever the story truly is. So I felt like, you know, in that, I, I believe her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't believe he didn't shoot her. I believe he shot her. I don't think he did it intentionally. So I don't think he directly shot at her feet. I think that whatever, whatever he was upset about and his emotions got the best of him and he let off and it happened to hit her in the foot or her feet. I, you know, I don't think he intentionally did it. Um, I think it was just a heat of moment, shit happened and it went left. Um, but even in that, so like, well, Karen, she, if y'all didn't know, she had an argumental discussion about this over, you know, the last couple of days and was really upset. So, you know, I thought about it even further and it turned into the, you know, the whole concept of protecting black women and this and that. And, you know, so I even told her like, protecting black women is, is a large, it's a large concept, right? And it's not necessarily always being at the forefront for them, standing up for them, um, you know, the way they stand up for us. Sometimes it's as a man, removing yourself from a situation so that you don't bring harm to a black woman. So Tory Lanez could have very well said, because if I'm not mistaken, it was his driver driving the vehicle, I, I think. And to whatever they argued about, according to her story, and he didn't say that she didn't, this didn't happen. She got out the car and was walking away. That's your driver, bro. And she walking five minutes from where she's saying that. So me, I'm like, young, she getting on my fucking nerves. I'm going to hop out, take her home, and come back and get me. That's, that's another way of protecting her. You know, you're, you're trying to be man enough to be like, this shit about to go super left. Like, and he, I'm, I've been drinking, she's been drinking, whatever. Like, bro, take her home and come back and scoop me. I'm going to be right here. Or I'm going to step over here or whatever. And then we avoid this whole situation. So I, you know what I'm saying? It, I feel like he did the shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't feel like it was intentional, but I'm not really falling for the, the confusion being used to create divide amongst what we feel. You know, I don't think Megan has a reason to lie. Um, and that's just that. So it's like, and I've been telling people, like, I still listen to the album, but I don't support nothing that he did. I don't support nothing what I feel happened of him. I think that he's a bitch for that shit. But I'm not going to condemn him 100% without him being able to, at the very least, try to tell his side. But also, if I knew him personally, would say, nigga, this album is not your side. So don't come out here and tell me you can't talk about it because it's an open case, but you just made a whole album about it. Like, it ain't two right. songs on that bitch about the case. The whole album is about the situation. How he felt, how niggas did him wrong, how Kehlani took him off the record, how JoJo took him off the record. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole album. So don't tell me you can't say shit and you literally just said shit for an hour. So And that's why I'm I'm like on the fence about him. Like I like his music too. However, like I don't see myself like actually downloading his his album to listen to it. I feel like I heard what I wanted to say. To, I mean, I heard what I wanted to hear and like that's it. I'm not about to listen to that again. And 
Like, I don't know. I just feel like he's iffy. Like, he went on somebody, Asian doll. I don't know if that's the, the right name or if y'all saw that. But one I think it was the Asian. Huh? I said one of them dolls. Yeah, one of them. And, like, she basically, like, posted receipts of him basically trying to go on her. But then in her messages and her DMs, he's, like, trying to be all fake in her face. So, like, I feel like he's just iffy altogether. But to go back to your protecting the black woman um, statements, I saw something my friend posted today that I just want to throw out here. We could like have this discussion maybe another time. But since you had said something, I'm just going to read it real quick. So it was like black men will claim they protect black women, but will also cheat on them, lie to them, ghost them, emotionally abuse, gaslight them, and put their sexual health at risk, chalking it to the game. To be clear, Black man, most often your willingness to physically protect Black women is more about you and your ego than it is about us. Mm. And I honestly feel like that is like, it speaks so much truth. Like, I think that men, some men anyway, say that they're protecting the black woman it has so much to do with like their ego or like just their yeah ego basically like I don't think they really like understand the concept of like protecting the black woman I don't know but that's a later topic that we can that's dive deeper into now. yes that's so <laughs> interesting because I'm thinking like hmm do I agree or disagree so yeah, that's interesting. Definitely gotta come back to that. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm a little iffy. I I feel like he did do it, and I'm torn between if I even want to listen to his other music. Cause <laughs> when I every time his song come on, I just be like, hmm, do I want to listen to this because of the Megan situation? Like I don't know how to I guess separate supporting. Yeah, yeah I don't know how to separate yeah. that. And that's where, like, because, I, again, I had a conversation with Karen, I, and, you know, I understand where she was coming from, and, I, like I said, I agree, and I feel like he did it. But at the same time, I have been able to separate the two. So, you know, I can listen to songs that I enjoy but not feel like I'm wrong because I disagree with his personal actions. And I even I, – so I ask a lot of people where I'm, you know, having conversations, and I'm like, let's, if we want, like, let's be honest. Have you 100% stopped listening to R. Kelly? And a lot of people are like, well, no, not not in private. So I'm like, okay, it's the same situation. Like, I feel like it's unfortunate that, you know, people have these mistakes or sick, twisted ways. But it's like, I have gotten to the point where I don't expect people to be upstanding people. You know what I'm saying? I expect people to be flawed and make mistakes and, you know, all of that. But I I've gotten to the point where it's like, if I enjoy something for my personal, you know, benefit or my personal just enjoyment, then I'm going to separate the two as best I can. So, like, you're not going to see me go to his concerts. You're not going to see me, like, be, oh, play Tory Lanez. I'm trying to hear that joint. Like, nah. But if a song come on that I used to bump to, I'm going to still bump to it. Like, it's just not going to be a matter of, like, that's my favorite artist or nothing like that. Because I can say nothing on this album is a is a song that I'm be like, oh, yeah, I want to hear that again. It's like, I heard what you said, nigga, like, okay, you you said you didn't shoot her, whoop de whoop, boom, boom. You said you said that you got a thing for Kylie. Cool. Like, okay, we get it. 
but I ain't, you know, I ain't like trying to hear that shit all day on my headphones. Like it is what it is. So I, I honestly think for me, he did a disservice to me as an artist, even putting that shit out. Cause it's like, I'm not going back to that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it doesn't do anything to me for your music. I just feel like this was your cop out way of trying to adjust the situation. So. Right. And why is you even, how are you going to like try to diss Megan in the song, but at the same time, like, try to be all oh i got a crush on kylie shit like what it was it was really confusing like i, I mean if you go back if you listen to it like i not really listen to it i'm like let me hear this shit the first couple of songs it's the way i i read it or received it was like him and megan was fucking with each other that's the way it was presented to me in the songs it was like you was my homie you i'll do anything for you i love you we used to connect on this level this level that level then he admitted to twice on two different songs, so two different occasions. He admitted to Kylie was looking good in the pool. I got mm-hmm. a thing for Kylie. Boom, 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 boom. And then on another record, he said that him and Megan never had a relationship like that yet, but they was cool because you know they both lost their mom. Um, they connected on the friendship, deeper friendship level because of the different things they've been through. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm like, nigga, did y'all fuck with each other? Did y'all not fuck with each other? Was she mad at you because you were looking at Callie or what? It's like confusion again. So it's like you giving me so many different perspectives of what happened or what was going on where I can't believe what the fuck you talked about. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, I get why you did it. It, it makes sense from a, from a perspective of trying to win over the public or the, the naive public. Um, so in that regard, you know, in the business sense, I'm like, nigga, he, that was his only choice if you look at it. But personally, it's like, nah, nigga, you shot that girl, and uh, that's what it is. Yeah, and I, I think, um, the whole Rick Ross situation was funny. Actually, hilarious. <laughs> he was like, I bought this car for you. That's just funny. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all brought up the situation with like R. Kelly. And uh, in a sense, damn, uh, like, was, was that done? It's like, that. <laughs> and like, <laughs> the topic of Chris Brown came up. It was up. like, oh, you know, y'all let him, y'all, you know, y'all gave him a pass after he beat Rihanna's ass, this, this, and that. But it's like the way he came out with it, he was going through stuff. He would just say, "Yeah, I messed up. I did that. This is this not." He spoke on it, you know. But Tory just came out was like, <laughs> it, it, it was just something like for for me. It's like that's some gay shit, bro. Like you a dude, you made a pretty much a this album about a female. You're gay, am I? When you're it. wrong at that, that's the me, thing. Like I me. feel like people are more accepting eventually of people who come out and tell the truth and just say, "Hey, like I messed up. Like this is not right. I gotta do what I gotta do to better myself." Blah blah blah. Yeah. But like he's like denying it, dissing a whole bunch of people. Like it's just he's creating a bad space. Yeah, that's like that's like Offset coming out with an album after him and <laughs> get divorced. Talking some wild shit about it, bro. You're lying for that, bro. You, right. you don't do that. You just don't do that. That's that's like equivalent to dudes breaking up with a girl and then dropping all her like right her right. news and shit like that. you're gay, right. bro. Like that. No, stop, bro. Like you don't do shit like that. Right. 
So at the end of the story, like Tory Lanez, he <sighs> Tory Lanez, like, nah, let me stop. <laughs> he it's just, bro, like, hang it up, bro. You you just better off coming out with a documentary, you know, say like saying what you hear me. Everything that that that, that was going on. Okay. Attraction, something. And then you don't. Not only do you attack one female, you attack like three of them. There's a bunch of them. Oh, All right, come on. So yeah, he took yeah, it to me. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna still check out the album though, just to see what's going on. But other than that. Everybody got the right to do that. That's that. That's my only thing to people who like go so hard about oh you because even people like you can't be listening to Tory Lanez and, and saying Breonna Taylor name. I'm like nigga, that's two totally different things. Mm-hmm. Like let's not let's not try to mix the two up because unfortunately it was two black women involved. Like those are two totally separate situations. Um, and again, like for me, I'm not saying that he didn't do or nothing. I believe that he did this shit, and I'm like yeah. Nigga, that what you, what you, how you're responding is lame. Like, if you look at Chris Brown, like you just said, Chris Brown admitted to what he did in it. You know, in the beginning, it was a little hush-hush, but he was also trying to win Rihanna ass back back then. So, you know what I'm saying? He had to play it the way it was truthful. He, he yeah. admitted his wrongs. He, he took his L's. And he still, to this day, get attacked for that shit. But, again, people are more receptive to the fact that he came out, said what he said, had to go through what he had to go through. And he's proven, at least to this point, to be different. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. haven't heard of any issues of him doing that again to another woman. So now it's like, okay, if you're still talking about it, you're just envious or, or holding that hate over him for something that he's already gone through the battle for. This nigga Tory Lanez went 60 days and was just <laughs> like, fuck y'all for turning on me. I'm Tory Lanez, nigga. Like, bro, it's been, it's been two months, bro. Like, you ain't even got the worst of it yet. So like, this. <laughs> chill like i just felt like yeah like i'm saying if you listen to it you'll pick up on some shit because i definitely picked up on some other shit that he was trying to drop in there like he was really trying to be like uh he was really trying to put it to rock nation because he dropped rock nation a lot in that joint he ref- he he used uh he used a lot of jay-z uh lines um in the joint so he's really like upset he's really in his feelings about a lot of shit um, and then the last, the last thing that I gathered from it was like you saying that you didn't do it, and there's another side to the story, right? Right. So my thing is, if you're not protecting Megan, and you're not protecting yourself because you're not telling us what happened, who the fuck is you protecting? Because if somebody else shot the girl and you on here claiming how much you ride for her and you love her, but you telling us it ain't happened the way y'all think it happened, well, my nigga, who shot her? Like, let me know what's up, so we could we yeah. could figure out what's going on. But you you can't. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he's lying. Cause nigga, if it was me and a broad I mess with, cool, like fuck with or not, relationship wise, friendship or not. If a nigga like that's Karen. If a nigga shoot Karen in the foot and she think I shot her, best it wasn't me. It was it was that one. It was that person <laughs> over there. Like that's just, that's just real. So I'm like, who is who is you protecting? And the only person who wasn't in the car who I think he would be protecting would be Kylie. So I'm confused. Because, mm. you know, the world cannot take a Kardashian shooting a black woman in the foot because her man was looking at them. The world would not be able to accept it. So as far as I know, Kylie wasn't in the car. But uh, that's the only thing that I feel like he would be the only person he could be protecting at this point. So 
he, another reason why he lame is because he fucking with Kylie Jenner too. <laughs> lame for that too. Alright, you know, camera like fucking with that shit. Trash. But uh, you know, we going again. It's one situation where we going to see how it continue to play out, and you know, people going to pick sides. They want to pick sides, but again, I can make it. Make it on. I think he shot her, and I think he's lame as shit for doing it. I think the album idea was stupid as fuck, but I understand the marketing behind it to try to get people back on your side in the public. So I get why you did it, well, but like you said, for marketing, that job was smart. Right. <laughs> like I'm gonna make an album about what happened. Everybody's gonna listen to it. They don't want to hear it. Like, but I didn't. whatever they said, he did that shit. So <laughs> that way. All right. So um, again, that's something that you know should come out. We'll bring it up in later dates because um, it's, it's it's not over yet. It's going to continue. Um, but in more serious, you know, news um, as we transition a little bit here, um, there was a shooting of two cops in L.A. Um, randomly, unjust. Um, this is a disgusting display of, you know, care for human life. Um, but it took a little turn where the sheriff of LA came out of his lips um, and, and challenged LeBron James to match the financial donations um, given to, to those cops and their families. Um, and I want to say the donations at that point was like $115,000. Um, and his claim to LeBron was that um, because he felt so strongly about um, the other side, so, you know, cops shooting um, un, un, unarmed Black people, that he should, he should double down and... Uh, match the donations to show that he feels the same about it when it happens on the other side. Um, so LeBron, I'm trying to find exactly what the cops said, but ultimately LeBron didn't, he said he had no comment for what the sheriff had said, but the sheriff said, um, in short, he wanted to make a challenge to the, he wanted to make a challenge and the challenge, the challenge was to LeBron James. He wanted him to match, <clears throat> he wanted him to match the reward and double the reward because he knows that he cares so much about law enforcement. He said that you expressed a very interesting statement on race relations and officer-involved shooting and the impact it has on the African-American community, and I appreciate that. But likewise, we need to appreciate that respect for life goes across professions, races, creeds, and i like to see LeBron step up to the plate and double that. So number one, how do you feel about him using that moment to challenge LeBron and, and kind of try to force his hand? And do you think, because it was a big question after that, do you think that he should have lost his job based off his comments? Uh, I'm going to say for one. Go ahead, Dave. Now, I was just going to say, like, I think he was being real sarcastic by trying to challenge him. Um, I feel like what I don't like is when a cop is killed, his life is valued or his or her life is valued way more than an American citizen. Like, I I don't care if you're a cop. Like, that's a job that you signed up to do. I appreciate you for coming to the rescue when I need you. However, your life is no greater, holds no greater value than mine. So if you want to speak out and have people match donations, you need to keep that same energy when a Black person is killed. That's my thing. Because just because he's a police officer, that does not make his life. Like, why do we got to match uh, 
uh, funding or whatever for these police officers? Yeah. Where is that support? Where, like, why aren't you speaking out when a black man or a black woman is killed? Why aren't you speaking out to the community, asking them to match donations to put away officers? Like, you gotta keep the same energy on both sides, and I, I feel like that's probably why LeBron didn't respond or had no comment because, like, don't have, don't ask me to match because your officers, one of your people die, but you're not here when one of our people die. That's true. And just to add, real quick before you go, Kev, the officers did not die. I uh, just read it that they uh, both have since then been released from the hospital and they're at home resting. So uh, it wasn't a fatality. It was an unfortunate situation, but no fatality. Yeah. No, nah, so, so we ain't matching nothing. <laughs> so like, so like, like what the situation is, they said one of those cops actually was involved in I want to say a shooting where she was on the scene and people was basically stating like, Hey, like you need to like, why, like, why are y'all doing this? Why did this, why did you let this happen? And she said there with a fucking smirk on her face. Mm, so, hold on. Can you repeat that? I'm, I'm so one of the, one of the cops that were, that was shot. It was a female cop and she was, I forgot like what actually happened. But somebody got her on video, like smirking at the fact that somebody was just shot and killed by the police or something in California. I forgot what happened, and they was like, "Yeah, that was one of them that got shot." So it was like everybody was like, "Oh, well, she got what she deserved," type deal. And you know, out of respect, like I don't, I don't like that, but at the same time, it's like don't you know be out here smirking when somebody gets shot and killed. And <laughs> don't don't respect that can possibly happen to you, you know what I mean? And <clears throat> with the whole situation of the dude, uh, the sheriff, you know, telling LeBron James, hey, I need you to match the donation. He's like, bro, no. <clears throat> Y'all need to match that same, like, like they said, the same energy when it comes to on our black person getting killed. Like, match that same energy when y'all put into investigating to find out who it was and how it happened and stuff like that. Like that's what you we needed. That's what y'all need to match. Match that. When once y'all start matching that, then we'll we'll see what we can do. You know what I mean? But uh, LeBron did the right thing. Not saying nothing. You ain't getting my money because he don't, he don't got nothing to prove to them for exactly. at the same time. Ain't nothing. He don't have nothing to prove until until y'all fix the things that we want y'all to fix. I don't have to, he don't have to do nothing for the police. <clears throat> and I just, I just like, it, it just really bothers me. Like, I just feel like y'all, like, you're bold to call out LeBron, who had nothing to say, really. I don't think he said anything directly about that specific shooting, right? No, he only, the only thing he said was about, um, you're talking about LeBron, Basically, right? like, Breon, yeah. Yeah, only thing he said was that, you know, he's never condoned violence towards cops. So that to kind of use him in in a sense of that he does was was inappropriate. Yeah. So like that's that's what I understand. I feel like it was I feel like they were just trying to attack him. They were basically saying, You you doing all this protesting on the court, you know, wearing your Brianna Taylor shirts and all this, speaking for that. So why aren't you speaking out about, you know, the two cops that 
got shot or whatever. And, and, and I feel like it was just him trying to like call him out. But like I said, like, where is that support? Where are you? Why aren't you when stuff, the whole Breonna Taylor situation went down? Why, why wasn't you speaking out about really finding out what happened in this situation with these cops? Like, don't make it seem like it's like police versus us. Like, and then, uh, like, that's another thing. It is like, what's the likelihood of a police getting shot and killed? Like on a daily, I mean the 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 the, the likelihood is probably high, but it, of it happening, it's something to none. Like it's something to none. Like my thing is, is like I got a better, I, I got a higher, probably higher chance of getting sh- getting shot and killed by the police than a police officer getting shot and killed. Yeah, like so. I get what you're saying. You basically saying like, like this was one incident that was completely like. Yeah random it's not like it's people out here that's actually targeting police in this like in that sense like what happened exactly. whereas there's multiple incidents where you know we are targeted on a daily, yeah, on a daily. i get what you're saying you know we, we got situations that don't get recorded or recorded that don't get reported and stuff like that so and i'm just like man I don't think the sheriff should lose his job, but it's like, bro, you should have did that a different way. LeBron, would you like to come out to, you know, a community day, you know, help us bridge that, you know, that connection with the community, help us, you know, stuff like that. Cool. But don't do that like on live TV talking about, oh, match the donation. Nah, bro. Let's do steps to this. Invite me out to a community day where we get your some of your police officers come out and talk to the community and go from there. Yeah, I um so when I when I heard it and then that question was posed about him losing the job, my response he he damn right he should. And the reason being is that, you know, I I feel like again, although uh, you know, a county sh- a police sheriff or whatever isn't an elected official. Mm-hmm. It's damn near, bro. It's damn near an elected official to me because you are in control of the police department that is supposed to protect and serve a numerous of a community. And for you to come out of your mouth and and throw LeBron's name out there because he has been an activist for what he believes in and what we all see as police brutality, you're mm-hmm. doing it in a way that's not genuine. You're not genuinely saying, like, LeBron, you've been so impactful on getting people to uh, you know, support the cause. You know, we just want someone like you to help us do the same. That's not what you're doing. And you clearly know that there is a divide between the police force and the African-American community. So you're going to call out a prominent figure in our community to, to, to match and do more for your cause when, like they said, if those cops were to die, their family is, is straight. Straight. They are, they are, they are covered. They, they gonna get whatever salary or stipends or whatever that shit go there. They're good. So why would he match that when Breonna Taylor mother, if not rewarded the, the, the settlement that she got, she wasn't gonna get shit for her daughter being killed. Uh, George Floyd's daughter wasn't gonna get shit for her father being killed if it wasn't for people raising money for her. So why in the hell would I match something where you gonna, you gonna match it yourself? Cause that's what y'all do. So it's mm-hmm. like, fuck no. He should have definitely, I think he should have lost his job. I don't want to hear no cop out of, oh, I was speaking out of emotion. 
or I was up in the heat of the moment. Nah, nigga, fuck that. At at that point, you are sir, you are speaking to the public from a from a position of of influence because mm-hmm. of your job as the sheriff. That's just like a principle coming out, like because we've had instances where I, you know, we've had children die or whatever. That's like a principle of a school coming out to talk to the student body and be like, let's let's just say that a teacher, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's flip it. Like y'all ride so hard for for such and such that died. Why y'all not doing the same thing for this teacher? Like, no, that's not that's division in itself. Like, what the fuck is you doing? Mm-hmm. So no, I felt like I felt like that was a punk ass move, and I felt like he should have got fired. And the only thing respectable from it was that it clearly goes to show you that these people have no control over the shit that they're supposed to have control over. And they understand that the way we're currently moving, they're gonna, we're gonna be able to create the change we want if we stick to it because it, sh- it shows in statements like that. Because in the moment of that, why are you calling out LeBron James who has nothing to do with the situation? Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. Why are you? Why is his name on your lips? Oh, because you know what he's doing is is powerful, and you see it, and you hate it. So you're speaking on it in that moment for a reason. So that's the only thin line or silver lining in it um, for me. Um, and again, I feel like LeBron handled it, approached it the right way. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not commenting on doubling down on nothing because he he could have been an asshole about it. Cause nigga like me, like nigga, fuck, I ain't doubling shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know about it, but LeBron too he's too small for that. So he 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 covered it well. Um he spoke to what mattered the most well. Um and you know he he continues to put power and respect behind what we're trying to do and accomplish as as a community and a movement. So, you know, I feel like a lot of times we try to save people from themselves and we can't keep doing that shit. Like he said what the fuck he said. He made it clear how he felt. And if getting fired is a repercussions of it, then so be it. Nigga, if you get another job, learn from your mistakes. So that's what they tell us. Right? They don't they don't keep trying to save us from when we fuck up. You fucked up, you gotta deal with it. So the same shit gotta happen for them. He fucked up, you gotta deal with it. And, uh, and that's on him. That's facts. I agree. But before we move on to the next, I just wanna say shout out to LeBron because he has definitely been making a great impact. He's definitely been vocal and like I just I really appreciate the fact that he's using his platform to you know speak out on so many different things so shout out to lebron another thing i want to say about lebron uh thank you for not falling into that trap with the whole issue about your your son smoking weed bro (laughs) like that's what that's what the media wanted him to do fall into that trap he didn't do it (laughs) good job my man good job that's funny because I had that conversation with my students too. But that was funny. Um, so then you know another another thing where we we got news that you know were something that was not what we was hoping for was the ruling in the Brianna uh, Brianna can't get my name the names right Brianna Taylor case um, and the murder ruling which no officer was charged for the direct killing or murder of Brianna Taylor. Um, there was only one officer charged um, with, what was it, wonton, wonton, I can't even think of it. Endangerment or something? Warning, warning, something. I know what you're trying to say. It's like, some shit you never heard of. 
Basically, listen. <laughs> like the fuck they pull that from. Um, and not to be funny because it's not funny, but it's like what? Like nigga, y'all had all this time, all this time to review this case and all that, and you come up with some shit. I ain't never a word. I ain't never even heard. That's what you charging with. Yeah. Um, so just you know, just share your feelings on it. You know what I mean? When when you got the news or heard the news, like how'd you feel? And maybe what was your what was your thoughts about how we try to move forward? I want to say as a black man, bro, that that made me like six in my stomach. Because if you like understood like the whole situation from from what from what we were told, what happened from the beginning until now is like first y'all. First, it was a no-knock warrant, and then it was a knock-and-announce warrant. But if it was a knock-and-announce warrant, if I know, if I understand correctly, you posted to allow an ample amount of time for the residents to respond. Point blank. But they woke up to the sound of somebody breaking into their house. Brianna Teller's boyfriend, licensed, to have a concealed carry license, so he can have a gun, he can conceal it, he can do what he want in the in the, in the instance or situation that his life is in danger, which he felt that it was. He felt as though somebody was breaking into his house. So he shot. Oh, it was the police. It wasn't like it was a shootout. I believe he shot the gun like twice. Like a warning shot, basically. It was like warning, like it was like warning shots, and then, you know, then they just opened fire. Goddamn, just shooting anything. That's why, you know, you got bullet holes going through different apartments and shit like that. They just shooting wild and crazy. So it, it hurt me because it's like, it's a lot of things that was said from the Attorney General, Cameron Faggot Boy, whatever his name is. <laughs> um, it was just like, bro, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't sound right. It didn't sound right at all, bro. Like, so basically, Y'all started out trying to charge the boyfriend for attempted murder on a police officer. Charges was dropped. Hmm. Why was the charges dropped? Because y'all did some foul shit that y'all was trying to cover up. So we was like, well, we ain't going to be able to lock him up. If we lock him up, he, you know, he, might, he might come out and say something else. Okay, let's not, let's not charge him. Let's give his mom, Brianna Teller, mother, $12 million. Uh, what else can we do? What else can we do? Like, it was just, like, like trying to, like, hide and, like, oh, shit, trying to cover shit up. And, like, now it's, like, shit starting to come out. It's, like, all right. So, a lot of times, like, it's 2020. Police normally wear body cameras, correct? Why not the body cameras is on? Where the body cameras at? That's, that's supporting the facts that what you guys are saying that happened. Where are they at? And then the whole thing with the witness. Only one witness heard the police out of the other interviews they had. I think they had a total of 11 interviews, and then a 12th interview had got conducted, and dude was like, yeah, I heard them. Out of one, 12 motherfuckers, only one person heard? Come on now. There's some something they said right, so that's what I'm and saying. That right person now. even changed their story. They, they did yeah, not see yeah, 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 that person changed the story after the fact. It's like, it's just janky, bro. That's, that's why I don't like, I don't trust the system when it comes to shit like this. I don't trust the system for real, period. Because it's not built for us. It's not built for us unless you 
either you, either your lawyer or you a, a cop or your judge. Like you, that's the only way you can get around this shit. But if you're not, if you're in the opposite society, you don't got money to actually really defend yourself. You gonna get fucked over at the end of the day. But with this whole case, it bothers me because the way they went about it. You charge one police officer for shooting and missing. So you was worried about the people in the other apartments and not what the Breonna Taylor, the person that she killed. Okay, the story came out, oh, she wasn't in the bed asleep. She was actually in the hallway too. So the fuck what? I don't give a fuck if she was in the kitchen frying chicken. Like you don't you don't you don't like you don't go out here willy nilly and just do whatever the hell you want. Like, you just got to understand, like, and then with the warrant, it's like, they wasn't even looking for Breonna Taylor or her boyfriend. She was looking for their ex-boyfriend, which he didn't live there. I think he was already locked up at the time. The shit was just, like, all over the place. I don't fuck with it. I don't like it. I still don't like the outcome right now. But there's a lot of stuff coming out about the grand jury didn't have all the the documents or all the information about the, uh, all the facts about the case. So it was like, bro, it's, it's crazy, bro. I hope, I hope people lose their job. Uh, the, uh, what's it? The, um, attorney general for Kentucky. I hope he gets, I hope he get fired and he go to jail. Um, all the cops, I hope they go to jail. Um, yeah, that's straight up. Like the, the, it's sad at the end of the day. I, I, I really felt sad. Like I almost wanted to like, like, Cry, you know, because it was like, bro, like, how can y'all let this happen? So, shitty, shitty ass situation. Yeah, I felt like, um, and I want Day to talk after because I mean, I feel like she should be able to have the last word on it if she wants to. Um, I, I can say I wasn't surprised. So the entire time when they were they were saying like a ruling is expected in a couple of days and a couple of days and boom boom, um, I wasn't I wasn't surprised that no one was getting charged because they never do, um, and and then again paying attention to how this shit was setting up like you know they told I think they released a, a couple of days or a day before that uh, the mom had settled for twelve million, so typically when you settle for 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 an allotment of money, you're giving up whether it be directly or indirectly, you're giving up the fight for something. Which mm-hmm. is, that's, the, that's the point of a settlement. Um, you know, and I, and I feel like the attorney general, because they were saying that, I think the family came out and said that they felt, they felt good about what was to come based on their conversation with him. I think he lied to them people to their face. Um, you know, I think he told them some stuff to, to make them feel a little more at ease and then got on TV and showed his true colors. Um, and then, like you said, the, the, the cover up and all that shit, it just, it's a matter of them abusing their power as they normally do. Um, and you know, again, for whatever that shit is called, I'm trying to look it up and still can't find the shit, but that, that fuck ass charge that ain't going to carry no weight. Um, you know what I'm saying? It, it he's still going to get out and be a cop. Um, that's some bullshit. Like first First, like you said, first it was a no-knock. Now you're saying that you announced. Well, if it was a no-knock, then what you announcing? So that's 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 some holes in that story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? So then you, the, the, uh, I read that they were pretty much the person who said they heard it felt like he, he was coercing to saying he heard it. He didn't hear shit. Um, 
And and I know that movies and stuff is an element of is, is fiction, but there's some truth to the shit. And I, I watch a lot of movies. And every cop movie I see where there's a unit that pretty much resembles a SWAT team, if a nigga busts off, right, one, two shots, whatever, you normally see the leader of the SWAT team with his fist up or whatever saying, hold, let's see how long they keep shooting. All right? You wait till the shots are done, and then you continue to pursue. You don't hear two shots and then just start busting off yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, unless the movies is showing us a different training that's not real, then motherfucker, y'all just out here just doing what you want to do because your body camera's off, so who's going to check you on it? And if and if we don't fight for it in the public sense of, you know what I'm saying, being upset or, or disappointed or disgusted or whatever, then you, you walk away scot-free. And they've been doing it to everyone who's been killed, um, you know, these last couple of years during those type of situations. So, you know, I felt that it was definitely unfortunate, but I didn't expect I didn't expect it to go the way in which we wanted it to go. So my next thought was literally, what are we going to do? Like, they, they're never going to to do what's right if unless we continue to push for it. So that was my immediate thought. It's like, okay, and it's not to sound insensitive, but it's like, okay, they did what we expect them to do. So what are we gonna do? Like what's what's our next steps to keep pushing? So yeah, we could be upset. Yeah, we could protest, but what the fuck are we gonna do? Like I know now they've they supposedly implemented the like the no knock is now illegal. Okay, that's a small step, right? But how do we get y'all to ensure that the body cameras are always on? How do we get you to ensure that you release the true documents of what was pr- uh, provided to the grand jury? Because clearly a grand jury is saying that everything ain't been re- represented the, the right way to the public because he's requested that the shit be released to the public correct way. So clearly there's some shit that was, that was hidden um, in your, and with that, that poon ass nigga said, so, you know, what can we do to make sure that in these unfortunate moments, because they're going to happen again, unfortunately, what can we do to ensure that we have measurements in place to hold these people accountable? Because the only way that they stop is for one of them to suffer from their actions. And so far, none of them has suffered from their actions. And, and we've focused a lot on Breonna Taylor case, rightfully so. But I have yet to hear anything else of the George Floyd case and what has actually happened to that officer as far as him being convicted for what he's done. I believe he's been he's been um, you know brought up on charges or whatever. But is he actually going to sit and rot in jail for the rest of his life for what he did? Haven't heard nothing else of it. So you know, I, I automatically again felt like we got to continue to do what we're doing, and we got to come up with ways of um, pushing the envelope even further to to get the change we really want. So. Um, that's kind of how I felt when, when I had got that news sometime last week. Yeah. Um, I think the training got to get better, though, for real. So, well, go ahead, Dave. Yeah, so, I, um, I have a lot to say. A lot of it is kind of like reiterating what, what y'all already mentioned, but, um, so I actually watched like the press the press conference um that day where he came on what's his name daniel some whatever i don't know (laughs) well where he came out and spoke like when he started like i just felt like it wasn't even genuine i don't feel like that he tried his hardest as he proclaimed 
Like, I just I wasn't getting that energy. I felt like he was there reading, standing there because he had to, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, um, he was, like, basically, I feel like in the press conference, he was, like, painting this picture that, like, the court made these decisions. The court was the one that proceeded with the wanton endangerment or whatever. That's what but, like, but, like, it came out that, like, he was the one who decided to, like, like, charge and proceed that way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he's, he's real suspect. Um, the charges didn't make sense to me. I feel like this whole case was brought about because of Breonna Taylor's death. However, not one charge was because of her death, which makes no sense whatsoever. Like, that's something that I just don't understand. Um, and then the so-called witness, like, for it to be one witness saying that they heard them out there knocking, if it was the situation, like, it was flipped, where if it, it was one of us fighting for our freedom, that one witness wouldn't have been enough. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they, they, they taking this one witness and just running with it, like, if it was the other way around, they'd be like, oh, that's that's not enough. That's just one person. How could they possibly hear all the way upstairs at one o'clock or 12 o'clock in the morning? Like, no, like it would have it would have been something. But I feel like they're just running with this so-called one witness. And then, like Kevin said, the body cameras, police are to wear body cameras to protect themselves. Any police officer that chooses not to wear a body camera to me is up to no good. Because why wouldn't you wear something that's going to protect you at the end of the day? Because in that situation, that body camera could have answered a lot of questions. Like, and I just feel like you, you as a police officer, it's it's your job to wear that police camera. I'm just, it's just frustrating. Um, Thank you. But like this whole situation, like, kind of reminded me of like the shows that we watch or that I watch where it's like people in those high positions like high political positions that like they're in situations where they know like it's a mess and maybe they want to charge the person the right way or go about things the right way but like they're always binded by something whether it be like their jobs their positions like their family their life like so it just reminded me of that like how could you be black and you see all these black people fighting for a black life just like your own however you're like moving along as if it does not matter so it's like are you really like trying to like seek justice and find out what really happened or are you just like playing by the rules so you can make sure you're straight at the end of the day and i feel like it just reminds reminds me of like tv shows that we see how like people can just never do things the right way because it's always somebody that got something on them or, you know, people are, are too scared instead of coming out and doing things the right way or telling the truth, you know, they want their life the way they want it. So they're not, they're not with speaking out or going against the grain to make sure the truth is out there. But unfortunately it's like, it's sad to say that, you know, we expect, we expected this outcome, but 
I mean, I expected it. Like, I was still in shock, but at the same time, it was like, this is typical. So just, I guess, prayers up to the family because that's, that's very, very difficult to hear. I feel like money can't replace a loved one at all. Absolutely. So. Not. That's fact, like, how back to the whole um, body camera thing. Like, bro, that's your insurance. Bro, that's, yeah. like, that's like you, like, yo, I know if I have this on and, and something happens, I can, this can help me, like, this, this can back me up. But when you don't have it on or if it, you don't have it with you or whatever, yo, it's like, I believe situations where something happens to somebody and a police officer doesn't have a body camera on and there's nobody else there that can collaborate his story, bro, you should automatically get fired, bro. Automatically. Automatically. There's no questions about it. Mm-mm. Ain't going to happen. And another, and another thing... Um... I wanted to add is um, they said that they were the reason why they I guess did this whole little no no knock or supposedly knock I don't know um, the reason why they came to her home was because they was looking for an ex-boyfriend and my thing is like I've been hearing stuff I don't know how true it is but I've been hearing that her and this boyfriend have been like separated for quite some time so I was like if she was still receiving so-called packages to her home like, if they were split up, I don't really see why she would be receiving packages to her home in his name if they've been split for mm-hmm. a minute. And it's just, like, for you to just pull up and they've been split for a minute, like, did you, like, not do your job to investigate to see if this man has been to her home recently before you decide to just pull up? Like, I feel like some short, sort of, like, surveillance should have been had before you just pull up on somebody and and i i, I agree a hundred percent and it, it goes and again i i hate to always reference like movies and tv but it's like that's what we see right and we see how it could be done it, at the very least if a if a if a content creator of media or, or film could put it in perspective and damn it should be that way in real life you would assume so i'm like you whether she had packages sent to her house or not don't matter you don't got a snitch in the streets, letting you know, like, yeah, it's a package came today. It's a package came three days ago. Right. He came and picked it up. He come and pick it up every day around five o'clock. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, he in the apartment now. He just walked in. Like y'all don't y'all don't do that because it's like again, like Kev said, the reason why they don't care about their insurance is because they are each other's insurance. I don't need mm-hmm. any other type of valid evidence to support me because my brothers in blue gonna back me. Cause they all we all in this together. We 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 blue. We not black or white. We blue. Fuck out of here. So and then it like, just. Go ahead, you good. No, I was just saying it goes back to what I was saying about how like people in society have been like brainwashed to think that just because it's a police officer that either their life matters more or like their story matters more. Like you're a human just like me, nigga. You can lie too. So, like, I feel like your word, it, sh- it shouldn't ever be, like, if it's me against the police officer, they're going to automatically believe the police because of the badge. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they're human. It's so many police officers that's out here that didn't done some, some real foul stuff. So, like, you can't, just because you're a police officer, like, that does not mean anything. Mm-hmm. 
Man, and, and like when we talk about how like watching these movies and stuff like that, and how they try to portray Rihanna as if she was like a drug dealer as well, where the case was like she wasn't. Like her ex boyfriend used to sell drugs and stuff like that. But I think they try to they trying to they was trying to like tie in more people to her ex boyfriend so they could take down a group of people. And so it make it like, oh man, we just took down a, a, a drug, uh, uh, whatever cartel, whatever. Like that, I think that like, and when I start thinking more, like they try to do shit like that. But at the end of the day, bro, like police are janky. Like, like the whole the police officer that, uh, that shot and killed the uh, the dude handcuffed in the back of the police car, his ass is going to jail. Because you can't, you, you're going to sit here and shoot somebody handcuffed in the back, in the back of your squad car, you're going to shoot and kill them. And you don't think ain't nothing going to happen. Man, come on. Like, I'm going to start seeing, like, these police officers need to, like, get some fear striked in them. Like, seriously. Like, you, like we see in these movies. Police be getting locked up going to jail. Jail, jail. You know what I mean? But this shit ain't, ain't going to happen for real. Like, my thing is, it's gonna take. It's gonna really have to take somebody that's gonna like get in office. And I'm not saying presidency. I'm talking about like county executives, uh, attorney generals, uh, senators, and stuff like that. So it's gonna crack down on shit. Like, hey, you fucked up. Go back. Send his ass to the clown house. Oh, he going over there with Ray Ray, Ray in there. Go ahead, take him up. Take him up the road. You know what I mean? But until that happens, like they're gonna keep on doing what they want to do. Yeah. That's like what they say. It's like at the end of the day, we all humans, and that that badge don't separate you from from human behavior. And when you act, you know, un, un unlawfully, oh. then you get subjected to the same treatment as anybody else who don't wear the badge. So it's like, you know, I, I feel like that's that that goes missing. And again, even if you know, what I'm saying maybe maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, maybe maybe the movies have tricked me, and maybe the trainer isn't isn't as back uh, as valid as those say or maybe the investigation piece isn't as long as uh complete as we see in film and stuff but again even if they try and take down a, a, a drug cartel or a drug organization where are the facts that prove that that's that's what you had like i we see on them you know exactly who you know who the boss is you know who the lieutenant is you know who the street hustlers is you know where they hustle from like that we don't got none of that information. We don't have no no organizational facts of okay, well, you know, she was a casualty, but damn, they really was trying to, you know what I'm saying, influence or correct these people. And if you did that that way, you would have members of the community kind of giving testament of, yeah, like they've been they've been running this shit since woo woo woo. You yeah. don't have that. So it's like and whatever their reasoning was to, you know, pursue old boy. It's like clearly it wasn't valid enough because you didn't even know who he was because the nigga was already in jail. Mm-hmm. So I was like, bro. And it's it's and it's not just what we watch on TV because I've I've known of situations in my own family where like people have been watched or surve- surveillance before being arrested. So that whole Breonna Taylor situation is just poor policing. Like, because it is real life, you do get watched or you're supposed to be, like, watch, be watched before, you know, you make an arrest or whatever like that, so. 
it's like I said, I, I'm, I'm with you. Prayers to her family. And regardless, because I know there's been conversations about people upset of what has been said. Her mom went and did with the money she got. Mama, do what you want to do for you and your family. You know what I'm saying? You, everybody grieving process is different. You got the right to do, grieve how you want. It's not an our goddamn business how you choose to grieve. So prayers to them. And we just got to continue what we're doing to fight for, for justice for her life in different ways. Like, that's the only way we can honor our sister. So that's how I'm feeling. Um, and then to, to you know, it, it all translates and it all trickles down. Because the other night we had the first of four presidential debates. But we had the first of four hip hop <laughs> reunions, like shit. Hey, yo, uh, you know, you had good old Donald boy, um, and former vice president, um, Joe Biden up there on the stand. So, just overall, how you felt about it, you know what I mean? And then, what would you have liked to have seen that you didn't see? Um, and then we have different talking points that we could touch on before we get out of here. I felt like it was a mess. It it was, it was just a mess. Like I felt like I really felt like I was watching, like Love and Hip Hop reunion or something. Like I really felt like I was watching that. The way they was going back and forth, like, and I feel like Joe Biden was trying to keep this cool. He was blowing me because I was like, just don't respond. Just be chill. Just be chill. Don't even go tip a tat with him. But like. At the same time, if you got somebody at your neck talking about your son, your family, the way he was, like, throwing shots, like, I can see how that's annoying. You just want to be like, shut up, clown. <laughs> like, But um, I feel like I would, I would like to see a more civilized um, debate where we can actually hear what each candidate plans to do for um, the people. And then I would also like to see, like, there needs to be, like, in real time, like, fact check. As soon as Donald Trump say something, I want, like, on the screen, that joint to say truth or lie. Like, some real stuff. Because I feel like it's people out here that, like, they're so gullible that they might just believe those lies. And it's just like, bro, no. Like, I don't really be into the politics and all that stuff, but like some of the stuff Donald Trump was saying, I was like, yo, I know that's a lie for a fact. You lie. <laughs> so we just need something in real time to just be like, every time he say something that's false, uh, pop up <laughs> on the screen. So he could call it fake news. Yeah. Okay. I can't, I honestly like got out of it. It's like, it was a, it was a shit show, bro. Straight up shit show, like a, a, a soup, a soup sandwich, like the fact that somebody said something funny. Somebody said something funny was like, but it was serious. He was like, "Man, you just gotta think about it." Two white men on national TV arguing about who's gonna control the United States or not, and it, they was like, "If you didn't like sit there and really analyze that, then it's like you." you really have to understand what's going on in this world. It's like, it's like, I, I, took, I don't think it needed to take the debate to analyze that. That's been what it's been for forever. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's true. But it was like the way it was, the way it went down was like terrible where Joe Biden was really trying to 
talk, speak to the people, this is that. And Donald Trump was awesome. Well, Donald Trump never. What about, uh, what about this? What about that? Like, bro, like, let the man talk. And it's hard. I think it's really it's difficult for him to let people like speak and like say say what they want to state. And he, he he's not used to sitting back and letting this shit happen. He's he's always the one talking shit and routing, you know, and making jokes and stuff like that. But I didn't like for me seeing that the other night, like Donald Trump, like he's I could tell he wasn't fit to be president four years ago, and I can see it now. Like, bro, you're you're shitty, you're shitty, bro. Like you, it's like you're like a fucking little kid. Oh, I don't, I didn't say that. Rotate, rotate. Like you said it, bro. Like it's like he's always done that, and he keeps on doing it. It's four years later, and he's still doing it. Like, bro, I'm done with him. Joe Biden, get your ass in office so we can get your ass out of the two because you, you ain't it, it, but you it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. Like I'm gonna vote for you, but at the same time, like, bro, we gotta whoop our county executive ass and our state execs and our representatives because this is a bullshit. Uh, I agree. And we got and three was, more three more debates of this bullshit. It was troubling to, to watch when you look at it of the aspect of this is supposed to be a presidential debate. But I also have to say I was all for the shit. So I I before like I before it even came on I told people I'm locking in like I lock into watching basketball games. I'm locking in like I lock lock into watching you know competition or sporting events. So I'm all here for the shit. So like I was you know I'm like they. I want Joe to not respond, not respond. But when he was taking subtle little jabs, I was like screaming like, "Yeah, Joe, get his ass!" Like I'm, <laughs> I'm like tag his ass. So when he called him a clown, when he told him to shut up. When he, uh, you know, different little shit. I'm like hyping this shit up because at this point, like, I don't give a fuck what none of the politic point, the political points are. Like Donald, there's nothing Donald Trump could tell me about his economy plan, about his law enforcement plan, about his global, you know, uh, global warming plan, about his pandemic plan. I don't care. You're not fit to be president. So there's nothing that you can tell me that's going to have me say, hmm, okay, Trump, I see where you're going with this. I don't give a fuck. So the best thing for me in my mind, and I, and I feel like that's most voters, right? I feel like the people who support him are going to support him. They die hard Trump supporters. And I feel like the people who don't want him in office are going to say the same. I don't feel like there's any, I don't see that there being any way that someone can, live, can honestly sit at home and say, hmm, I don't know who I'm going to vote for due to, you know, who has the best economy plan. Like, huh? Like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Like, you're looking at how do we want our country to be represented? Not even with the policies yet. Just who, how do we want people to look at us when they see America? Because right now they're laughing. So it's like the best thing that could happen is for Trump to continue to make an ass of himself and for people to finally start to wake up to how much of an ass that he is. So, you know, the cutting people off, the arguing with the moderator, the, the attacking his family, um, all that shit just goes to show to me and hopefully to everyone else how despicable of a human he is. Um, and, you know, and to see Joe hold his composure as best he could 
Um, you know what I mean? And, and still be able to take a little subtle jazz, but not go 100% there with him. I feel like to me was a win for Joe Biden because some people honestly thought that he couldn't hang in there with Trump and, and his, his, his behavior. But to me, he did a good job of it. Um, and, you know, I hope that in the, in the next three, well, the next one with Kamala, I hope Kamala served Pence the fuck up. Oh, um, served him up. <laughs> and sure, then I hope, but, you know, with the other ones with Trump and Trump and Biden, I hope that you know the moderator is a little stronger than this first one. Um, and even even in his his demands to get Trump to shut up, you know, like I felt like this moderator tried and he tried to make him feel a little, you know, like you know disobedient by saying, "Well, you agreed to it, and you're the one doing the more interrupting," but it wasn't harsh enough to get him to be like. Nigga, who the fuck you talking to? It wasn't that harsh. I need I need the moderator to be that harsh to Trump. So people would be like, damn, he's really arguing with this man. So, you know, I was all for it. Um, it was sad to watch when you think like, damn, this is what politics has come to for the presidential election. But it's Trump. Like, that's who he is. That's how he's been. And I don't expect him to become a decent human overnight. So, you know. I look forward to Congress. I really look forward to Kamala. The next two with those two, I probably won't watch as hard, uh, but I do want to see Kamala serve Pence. Yeah. Um, but one funny thing that was that did y'all like happen was, um, I guess, Deuce uh, Channel in Canada was showing the the debate, and it was like the I guess the news anchor was laughing on that joint, like. Like laughing at us, and I'm like, bro, this is just sad, so sad. But it is what it is, man. Not is what it is, but you know, go out and vote still. Um, mailing your ballots because I'm mailing my ballot probably next week. Though, you know what I mean? I got my joint right here. I might take it to the little location. Go vote, go vote, go vote, because. Be one of my and I will say one thing that like bothers me about Trump. I feel like he can't answer questions straightforward. And like I said before, like I'm not super educated with all the topics that they be talking about. But like I feel like I can get kind of like a clear sense of where things are going if Joe Biden is asked a question and he responds. Whereas like you ask Trump about something, he get to talking about McDonald's, and I'm just like, bro, what, what, what are you I brought back football. Big Ten football loves me. Right, like, that does not matter. I don't, I don't care about football. Like, nigga, what? This, this is crazy, but I know a lot of people um, had a whole, whole, whole lot to say about Trump's response to condemning the KKK, so what y'all got to say about that? He a racist. He, he is proud of his proud boys, the KKK, the neo-Nazis, all of them, the, 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 the skinheads, all of them. Like, that, those are his people. Those are his people, young. And I don't think he's come out, I don't think he's come out since then to try to, like, clear up or clarify mm-hmm. what he was mm-hmm. saying, but I feel like it was mm-hmm. people... It's people in his like campaign or his camp, whatever you call them, that are saying that he didn't really know what the Proud Boys was, which is why he responded like that. But I don't believe none of that. 
stand down and stand by. He would never say it. I think I could I could see not to clear it up though. So not not to the sense of he didn't know who they were at all. You know, because they would because the moderator didn't didn't bring them up. He did the moderator didn't say Proud Boys. Joe did. He said, "Oh, I didn't I didn't catch that." Yeah, they had a transcript. They said Joe Biden brought up the problem. Well, that's be Joe Biden called them Proud but that's because Donald Trump was like, "Well, what do you want to call them?" And so that's when Joe Biden was like, "Proud Boys." So that's when he said, "Proud Boys, stand by, stand down, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And you know, so I didn't even peep, I didn't even catch that. So again, and me being locked in, you know, I'm hearing a question, and he's like, "Can you condemn white supremacy?" And I was like, "Nope, nope, nope." <laughs> You see him, he was like, Yeah, he was like, I'll, I'll say whatever you want me to say. What do you want me to say? Like, no, nigga. Sure, like, sure, sure. Say, <laughs> say what you what you feel. Like, why are you exactly. telling me to say whatever you want me to say? So I'm like, I know he's not going to do it. I didn't think he would say that. So I was like, I lit the fuck. I was like, what the fuck he just said? Like, I didn't think he would say something like that. So I, I don't think he, he, I don't think he thinks when he talks, number one. So I don't think he thought that what he said would take off or be received the way it was. I think he was trying to say something to be passive, but to give him some, kind of like a, a, a way out of it. But again, it's one of the situations where he continues to dig himself a deeper hole because, again, we're looking for you to – can you clearly say that you condemn this? And then the two words you decide to say is stand back and stand by. And then it doesn't help your cause that the Proud Boys took that and on social media went the fuck nuts. They were like, thank you, sir. We hear you. Um, we w- await your command. And they even made it a slogan on their social media of stand back and, and, and stand by. So mm-hmm. it was like, you you really just continue to show that you are, and I, I, I don't know that Trump is racist 100%, but I know that he don't fuck with us. You know, I'm pretty sure he got some rich black friends that he fuck with, but he don't really fuck with black people. He fuck with, with people who got money and feel like they're in his same world. But he don't fuck with black people because to him, we never have money, so we're beneath them. Um, so, you know, again, I'm with Dave. Like, he never answered anything directly. It's always a projection of some other shit to defend how he feel about it. So it's a... The country's going way, way up. The economy's going way, way up. We bought this, we bought that. But it's like, nigga, I asked you about, you know what I'm saying, this over here. Like, I, don't, I ain't asked you about that. So yeah. it's just, again, it's, it's one of the things asked where it's how like, much you pay in taxes, not like right. if you pay them. Pay, we want to know. I pay millions of dollars. Then he's, exactly. Yeah, they're coming. You're, you're seeing when they're finished. Nigga, it's their taxes Wasn't they supposed to be dropped? Right, but wasn't you, 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 you supposed to be those taxes? Right. What you mean when they finish, my nigga? Because I'm, I'm still paying on my shit from 2016, 2017. So let me know what the fuck is up so I can get the same shit you got. Like, what the fuck? So, yeah, it was just one of those things where it's just like, again, I don't expect that man to say nothing intelligent. I don't expect him to do nothing, nothing uh, upstanding to, to, for me to look at him and be like, damn, Trump, Trump really... Surprising. Like, I expect him to continue to be the same dickhead he's been. So at this point, it's like nothing he say unless he totally changes tune, which he can't. I tell people all the time, he can't come out and all of a sudden be a, a, a president for the people because mm-hmm. then you're going to have the people who support him turn on him and not turn on him to where they're going to go vote for Joe Biden. 
telling them to the point where they're just not going to go vote. And that's his only shot to winning this election is to keep that rhetoric, to keep those people happy. Because if you ask me, he is he is running from a position of, of defeat. Like I, I feel like he's, he's running this election as if he's already going to lose. And I think that that's why he's trying to use the tactics of, you know, talking about how mail-in votes shouldn't be counted. And if I lose, it's going to be rigged. Because even even if he loses, in his mind, he's going to win because the country's still going to be divided because they're going to be uh, brought into the fact that it was unfair. Mm-hmm. So you're still going to be having people talk about, oh, Trump should be president, Trump should be president. And he's not going to be one of those presidents where typically, you know, when you, you leave the presidency, you kind of go quiet for a little while. He's he not probably going to burn that joint down. He's going to be right the fuck on uh, somebody's TV station, giving an interview, talking his shit. I should still be president. I didn't lose that election. It was rigged. It was blasphemous. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he's going to do. So even if he loses, he wins. But at the end of the day, as long as he's not in public office, I could give a fuck what he does. So I'm all here for the shits, man. At this point, I'm locked in with Uncle Joe. Um, if he needs some tips to how to handle this nigga, he can just call me. Uh, you know, I, I'll pull up to the debate. Let me moderate, because I tell her that. Shut, shut the fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> Cut the mic. Fuck. Cut it. And that's the thing. Like, I don't even hear him trying to move up. People were talking about cut his mic. Even if you cut his mic, you still going to hear him, because he's going to pick up on Joe Mike. Yeah, he's going to want to Joe Mike. Move. <laughs> right. He's going to be like, come on, Joe. Share the mic. No, no, bitch. Get your orange ass away from me. So... It's just like, bro, like I said, I'm here for this shit. I'm, I'm looking at it as a comical event. I'm not looking at it to learn anything politically because I know it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like that process is, is out of the question. It's like you got to meet him where he at to a certain extent but show difference. So a la- the last thing I felt that Joe did a great job of or trying to do a great job of was in particular moments where I felt like he realized he could lose the conversation. He turned it and talked to the American people. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of moments where I felt like Trump was beating him on the bullying tactic because Joe does naturally stutter. He's a stutterer. Like, he, he has that, um, I don't know what you want to call it, I don't want to sound rude, but he has that de- that deficiency, I guess, if that's correct. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there's moments in which I felt like Trump was overpowering him with the over-talking and with the bullying and cutting him off. So I felt like when those happened, Joe did a good job of not trying to over talking but trying to keep the focus on you at home um and i felt that that was a strong tactic to you um to try to get people to see that he was sincere about what he was talking about so again i'm locked in with uncle joe man i don't think he's the perfect president but the fuck he's better than trump so uncle joe i'm, I'm with you bro <laughs> and you know i'm with yes, auntie man. kamala auntie kamala got my vote 100 percent yeah and speaking of um, Joe Biden, during the debate, um, they had asked a question about defunding the police. And I, I, this was one of the points that kind of stood out to me, Joe Biden's response to um, the question of defunding the police. And he mentioned, like, community policing and educating the police. Um, a little more which I think we talked about actually when we did um a few episodes back I think we talked about how to better um like integrate the police officers in the community to um kind of stop like the social injustices so Mm -hmm. I think for me that was that was a strong answer 
Like he wasn't completely against it or for it. He was just like, you know, we need to provide them with the necessary resources so that they can be educated. They can connect with the community, which is what I feel like we've been on this podcast preaching about. So shout out to him for that response. I think that was powerful. Yeah, that was a very good point of him that he made uh, about that because that's exactly what we need. Exactly what we need. We need these police to come into the communities and build relationships, not, you know, um, cause tension. And then, you know, when Trump was asked, you know, uh, about the, um, the racial sensitivity training or something like that, he was, I think that's racist. Like, what? Mm-hmm. what? Like, see, and right there, right there, it's like you just made things worse because you feel as though mm-hmm. police getting trained on how to, you know, interact with white police officers knowing how to interact with black people. You know, stuff like that. Like, people need, people legit need that training. Legit need it. But if you don't like it, Get get off the police force, bro. He he basically said <laughs> he basically said learning how to be black is racist. Right. That's basically right. what he said. <laughs> learning learning why black people you know listen to their music loud while they driving is racist. Like no, bro, it's the way it's how we live. You know what I mean? Like learning about you know your the neighborhood you you work in. Learn who uh who the who the who the elder around that neighborhood is that keep the neighborhood in, in check, you know, get like, but, but it's racist to him. Oh, that's racist. And I, I think, I, I think that it's important to not only like, um, those trainings, I think it's important that it's not just geared strictly to black people, like learning the black culture, because, white police officers are surrounded by you know different ethnic groups and racial groups and I feel like as a whole we all need to kind of learn a little more um, about the other ethnicities and racial groups that we that we deal with on a daily so I don't think those um, trainings should be geared just strictly to black people even though you know, given the times that we're in, like a lot of things are um, like against us, but I feel like just being culturally aware of like all different cultures and why people respond or even with disabilities, why people respond with this disability or that disability or because they're black or Hispanic. Like, I think it's important just to be educated on all sorts of backgrounds because not only white people can be racist, so. Yeah, I, you know, I, I felt that his, his statement was, it was good, and I, and I think that anyone that's really trying to judge him as far as his ability or capacity to serve as the next president can understand that he is trying to be a president for the people because he didn't just get up there and say like what you would expect or want, you know, from like from the conversations that we know known to be had about the topic um, in, the, in the community about it. He didn't just go and say, yeah, I believe in defunding the police because that's what's going to give me a vote. You know, he, he said, I don't believe in that. That's not what I'm talking about. But I do think that 
I do recognize that it's a problem. That's number one, recognizing that mm-hmm. it's a problem. And he, he's acknowledged that. But, you know, there's some other things we can do before we talk about defunding the police. And the big thing, like they said, was, you know, the community uh, policing in which you have those trainings, you have those, you know, people who are from the community, who love the community and want to be a positive change within it. Um, you know what I mean? And I, I felt that that was necessary to be said because, again, we can't always look to cancel something or stop something completely because it's not working in our favor. But what we can do is say, how can we change it to make it fair for everyone? And that's what I feel like his message was. Let's change it to make it fair for everybody. And I don't have a problem with that, you know, and I felt that that was a strong message to kind of meet in the middle. You know what I mean? So, again, it was just another way of hearing from a person who understands what it means to be the president, who served under, you know, maybe we biased because we black, but fuck it, served under the best president that we've ever known um, in our time of Barack Obama. So, you know, I think that he's more suited to handle these situations. And even with how he addressed the pandemic, you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga Trump is up there acting like um, 200,000 lives ain't shit. It could have been 2 million. Mm -hmm. So in that regard, we did great, great, great. No, bitch, you knew about this shit from way back when. And this 200,000 could have been 10,000 or I won't say none or, you know, very minimal. But you chose to handle how you handle it and you still show no regard for the lives that have been lost due to it. So, you know, I just feel like, again, man, Trump is a businessman and you see it in everything that he does because it's all about him and all about him being successful. So, you know, even if with his rhetoric about race and about police and race, like that comment about the shit being racist, bro, I just was like, this nigga got to be joking. You know, but that that's, that is what that side of the of the spectrum is saying. So. I don't expect him to say nothing different. It's just one of the things where it's just like, all right, if you think it's racist, cool, but that's what they can continue to put themselves in these positions because they're not going through the, the trainers to figure out how do I better serve the people that I'm supposed to serve. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's cool, bro. That's how you feel. That's how you feel, but you wrong. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, you know what I mean? It was a great, I mean, it was a, it was a shitty debate, not great debate, it was a shitty debate, but you know, um, I, I, I would suggest that anyone who watches another one have fun with it because it's going to be a mess. So there's no point to getting frustrated, like know what you're going to see. Like, you know, Trump's going to be a dickhead and you know, Joe's going to try to handle him and he's going to throw some jabs. So it's like, at the end of the day, like I said, I, I don't see how anybody can be, uh, you know, undecided in this, but I guess we're going to see when it comes time. So the biggest mess, like we all said in caps earlier, go vote. Have you got to get it done, whether you want in person, whether you're mailing it in, you know what I'm saying, whether you're dropping off at the at the, at the drop boxes, uh, do what you got to do to get your vote counted, um, and let's see what happens with, with our country. <laughs> God bless America. So, you know, uh, great topics, man. Like we always do, you know, we try to come back and, and just hash it all out um but again thanks thanks y'all for being on the joint thanks y'all for listening you know what i'm saying super good and we'll be back at super good about the presidential debate (laughs) y'all be good all you hear donald trump and all of them talking about fear we're the ones getting killed we're the ones getting shot 
Uh, we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung, we've been shot, and all you do is keep hearing a fear. It's it's amazing why we keep loving this country, and this country does not love us back. Trade my 4 by 4 for GC3, ain't no more freeless feet. I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again. I even told him, please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you dead, but still tell you to freeze. Fucked up, I seen what I seen. I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe. It's too many mothers just grieving. They're killing us for no reason. Been going on for too long to get even. Throw us in cages like dogs and hyenas. I went to court and they sent me to prison. My mama was crushed when they said I can't leave. First I was drunk, then I sobered up quick when I heard all that time that they gave it to leave. He got a license plus. We just some products of our environment, how the fuck they gonna blame us? You can't fight fire with fire, I know, but at least we can turn off the flames, so. We matter, and I think that's important. I think people should know that, and I'm tired of telling people that. I know I matter, we know we matter. I'm tired of telling people that. If you don't know that, you don't think that, then you need to recheck it. And if you have a problem with us saying Black Lives Matter, you need to check your privilege. Whenever you drive, overprotective, go crazy for mine. You gotta pay attention to the sign. Seem like the blind following the blind. Thinking about everything that's going on. I boost security up in my home. I'm with my kind of they right or they wrong. I call him now, he'll pick up the phone. And it's five in the morning, he waking up on it. Tell him wherever I'm at, then they coming. I see blue lights, I get scared and start running. That shit be crazy, they post to protect us. We are scared as black people in America. Black men, black women, black kids. We are, we are terrified. Cause you don't know. You have no idea. You have no idea how that cop that day left the house. You don't know if he woke up on the good side of the bed. You don't know if he woke, woke up on the, on the wrong side of the bed. You don't know if he had an argument at home with a significant other. You don't know if one of his kids said something crazy to him and he left the house steaming. Or maybe he just left the house saying that today is going to be the end for one of these black people. That's what it feels like. Every video I see on my cuts, I got power now, I gotta say something. Corrupt the police been the problem where I'm from, but I'd be lying if I said it was all of them. I ain't do this for the trend, I don't follow them. Altercations with the law had a lot of them. People speaking for the people, I'm proud of them. Stick together, we can get it up out of them. I can't lie like I don't rap about killing and dope, but I'm telling my youngest. Voting is that actionable item. And, you know, affecting change comes in a lot of forms. And as important as it is to be in the streets, to be out protesting, to keeping that energy up, we got to take that energy to the polls because people like Daniel Cameron are voted into their position. People like the DA, the AG in Wisconsin voted into their position. So if you want to create that change and you want people, officials in office that represent your values, you have to go out and vote. You have to take your pain. You have to take your frustration. You have to take that energy and you gotta take it to the polls. It's that simple for us. We get it, the system is wicked, just learn how to pick it. Knowledge is power, I swear I'm a witness. I know that I'm gifted, I won't go too deep cause I'm scared they'll get me, ain't scared to admit it. Some shit I can't mention, it's people who can. Well here's the chance, I won't take the stand, but I'll take a stand for what I believe. Must not be breathing the air that I breathe, you know that the way that I bleed you can bleed. I know we have a voice that can be used for the voiceless. We have this platform to sit in front of all these cameras and this media and be a voice and to use our voices in, in the right and correct way. Um, so I challenge all of us, if you're still staying silent, you're part of the problem. If you're choosing to be neutral, you're choosing the side of the oppressor. But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead, start here. We didn't have a hell of a year, I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I fear.
bigger than black and white. It's a problem with the whole way of life. It can't change overnight. But we gotta start somewhere. Might as well go ahead and start here. We didn't had a hell of a year. I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I fear. I'm not sad. I don't want your pity. I want change. Soup. Good.